Hello and welcome to Wild, Wealthy, and Liberated, a sacred space that is co-created to deepen and expand your beingness in dismantling, deprogramming, relearning, rewilding, reclaiming your power so you can own your magic and share your medicine more freely. I'm Jasmine Hayden, your host and embodiment, love, wealth, and leadership mentor. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Wild, Wealthy, and Liberated, where we are diving into sacred responsibility to the self. And inevitably, this is what heals and transforms and expands your own ability to change and be an agent of change for yourself, for your loved ones, for your community, for the collective at large. And it's something that in the spiritual world or in the realms of having a desire to be of service can often be neglected. And a lot of the tendencies for neglect in how you are tending to the body or the mind or the spirit in your wellness comes from imprints and uh, woundings that are rooted in your upbringing ancestrally and in the way that we've been taught as uh, women or as beings that we have to uh, let go of ourselves in order to um, give to others and not let go in the sense of letting go of ego and letting go of identities or letting go of power. No, I mean letting go of what really needs to be prioritized to be in your highest functioning and the health and the wellness of your body and of your spirit and so much responsibility comes in, in reaching or in uh, stretching yourself into new edges of capacity, right? So capacity to serve your work or serve your medicine or serve your teachings or serve your mission and to live in alignment with your values. And ultimately, what I see so often with the clients that I work with and in my community is that uh, a lot of people have an awareness of your needs to feel wellness. And a lot of people don't, but we forget those when we get lost in the sauce, when we get lost in uh, the the old patterns or the old cycles that can tend to put things above ourselves 
And so there's this equalizing quality around this too, of taking a stand for what you know you need and actually honoring those needs. That's a huge part of sacred responsibility and what makes growth sustainable or regenerative versus the the dominant way of over-exhausting or overdoing or overworking to the point of leading into burnout or resentment or uh, this attachment to an outcome or to a result in your life, whether this is a big goal or whether this is something that you've been uh, longing to experience versus actually being present with the self. And so there's this beautiful intimacy that gets cultivated with the self when there is this higher level of responsibility that is reclaimed. This responsibility to know yourself, and that's a privilege as well, to get to know yourself and to listen to your own inner wisdom. This is something I also see so much in the self-development world where We can, and I definitely have gone through my phases of this, we can lend ourselves more to others than to our own inner knowing. And so we have teachers, we have mentors, we have guides, and we receive from them, and we learn from them, and we are always a student, at least in my world, always a student to life itself and to the great mystery and to all that there is to receive from uh these sources, right? So these sources, whether they're people or whether it is uh, your spirit guides or your benevolent ancestors or Pachamama, Mother Earth, and there's this wisdom within the self that is empowered and that is strengthened when we actually tend to the self. And that requires this responsibility of being a really deep listener. So hearing the whispers of, oh, I need pause, for instance. I need rest. I need to play. I need to be in pleasure. I need to give myself more credit. I need to acknowledge myself. I need to uh, love and accept the parts of myself that I might have been rejecting or denying or not listening to uh, and choosing to uh, value other people more than myself, other people's uh, wisdom or knowledge or uh, way of being. And when you take yourself Uh, when you lift yourself up and then you take others off the pedestal, there's also this beautiful responsibility that comes in around how I'm choosing to show up for myself, given the circumstances that you are currently navigating. Because there are always seasons of growth. And with seasons of growth also come seasons of decomposition, where things need to fall apart or need to be uh, completely destroyed or destructed. You can think of like a f- the fire element where everything must burn down and there's nothing wrong with this. It's actually where the rebirth comes, but it's th- true, truly, through truly allowing 
the season that you are in to be what it is and to give from yourself what is required from that season that you actually restore your own balance and restore your own health and wellness in whatever stage that you're in so that the next stage that comes, you are replenished and you have that wisdom of the previous season to inform your choices in the next chapter. And what I see so often is there can be this fear or this resistance to accepting the current stage because thinking you need to be somewhere else, thinking you should be uh, someone else, that actually stunts the growth. And this is where a lot of the trauma responses can show up in the body or in the somatic container of your own beingness, whether this is uh, pushing yourself or forcing yourself to do more than you can actually handle in a healthy way or to overexert yourself uh, and to measure your own worth off of these external valid uh, uh, external validations and when you tend to yourself with this sacred responsibility you get to actually step into settle into and rise into the knowing that where you are right now is exactly where you are meant to be while you are still maintaining the discipline and the devotion to holding what it is that you desire to create and every time this is with myself and this is with my clients and this is with everyone that I I know. Every time there is a season to to decompose or to rest or to fall apart or to let go of what isn't serving you anymore, whether this is relationships with whether this is old structures or old paradigms or old beliefs or uh, old patterns or old ways of thinking about yourself or your life or your leadership or your relationships, it's a huge clearing out of energy from your body. And it's only through clearing out that old energy, and there's so many different tools and practices for to support the nervous system, to support the body through this, that you have the space, the energetic space, in your body to receive that which you desire, to embody the version of you that is in the highest alignment for your highest timelines and the highest good. And your highest good is what is the highest good for all living beings. That's something I see uh, can be forgotten or lost or not known in this work that tending to the self and making sure that you are okay with where you're at and you're in that acceptance and you've come to this peace with where you're at right now it builds this self-trust that anchors you into an inner stability that can't be outsourced It's reclaiming your own safety in your body with right now so that when more comes in, you know you can hold it. Whether this is more 
of the love, the juicy, divine, vibrant, nectar love of God, of spirit, of source, whether this is in higher flows of money coming into your world, coming into how you are stewarding that resource and energy through your field and out into the world and allowing yourself to be really deeply supported by that, whether this is letting in Uh, If you're an entrepreneur or a spiritual teacher or a leader, more clients and building your community, right? All of these different ways that you are taking the action uh, to care and tend to yourself is what gives you the ability to care and tend to your work and to the people in your life. Whereas before let's say, the level at which you were holding yourself or holding your relationships or holding uh, money and circulating it or holding containers or holding communities and creating change in those ways, uh, they may have had these parts uh, of yourself that weren't tended to, that were neglected or that were forgotten or that were uh, left behind. And now you get to bring all of them back. You get to bring all of these parts of yourself back so that they get to be here too through your journey. This is the the seven-year-old you. This is the 15-year-old you. This is the 20-year-old you. This is a 27-year-old you. This is a 30-year-old you, so on and so forth. When all parts of you get to be come along for the journey, you're bringing your fullness to your work. You're bringing your wholeness to the work. And when we get into things like reparenting, like reparenting your inner child, um, healing those wounded parts that Uh, can want to, uh, that can feel fearful. And so maybe they want to like avoid more responsibility or it's so scary that uh, they want to run away uh, because they feel like they can't handle it or they um, are overcompensating through um, people pleasing or through, uh, like I was speaking to before, like putting, putting other people as um, wisdom or value as higher than yourself. When you bring in that equalizer and you also bring in all of these different parts of yourself, you're taking responsibility for how every part of your journey, every aspect of your development informs and shapes how you teach, how you love, how you serve, how you care for yourself in the world and your uh, magic and your medicine in the world and how other people receive you because we can only receive from life, from God, from spirit, from source, from universe, whatever your highest force or belief is as deeply as we can, as you can receive from yourself. 
And the love that you have for yourself is infinite. It is boundless. It is unconditional when you take this responsibility to care for yourself in the ways that you might have never cared for yourself before. Maybe that's choosing to uh, be so devoted to your practices in what you need right now, what your body is asking for right now, and to release the mental constructs or the conditions of what you think and to step into your inner knowing. Like, what do I know is true for me right now? And these can be so simple and sometimes they're pretty drastic and and pretty significant shifts in your inner being and in your uh, way of moving through the world. But it's through the consistent practice of checking in with the self and honoring the self and listening to the self and taking action for the self that the responsibility you take for yourself then translates all across the board. And so as I was speaking before into like that old version of you, the new version of you that you rise into holds with that higher level of grace, that higher level of humanity, of compassion, because you've gone to the depths of your being. You've experienced the shadowy, maybe murky, maybe confusing or disorienting or dysregulating parts, and you've met them with your higher self with, okay, I see you, I feel you. What do you need here? How can I love you here? How can I show up for you here? And then that's what shows up as you are relating to the people or to your work or to your partner, or to your clients, and you are also so full in your own cup. You're not showing up with a cup that's three quarters full, or half full, or almost empty, which is very drained energy to be showing up in in life. So in this overflowing energy of yourself, that is where the guide, your own guidance comes through. Like, okay, this is the next step I know I need to take. This is the what I know I need to release. This is what I'm ready to let in. This is what I get to claim for myself. And in the nurturing of that, your whole garden of your life starts to thrive in these new kinds of ways. Your ecosystem of your mind, of your body, of your community, of your body of work thrives in this new capacity of juiciness. It's not coming from uh, the, the lack of responsibility of putting something on someone else um, or of uh, letting the these other parts of life take precedent over your own wellness. So this is an invitation to take sacred responsibility for your beingness of who you are choosing to be, how you are choosing to be in every moment of every day, and letting that be the guide for the unfolding of your highest timeline in your journey. And with that comes so much trust 
in your journey, so much trust in your path, so much trust in your ability to show up for life with more ease too, with more pleasure too, right? The hard, sticky, challenging parts of life that will continue to show up feel more easeful. They feel more um, able to be handled because you know that you got you. And when you have you, you have everything else that you're holding, the things that you might have not been able to hold before. Let's say like uh, a really turned on, vibrant, healthy, authentic, deep, intimate, interdependent partnership or uh, business or um, service work, right? So new teachings that are coming through you or new wisdoms that are wanting to be uh, shown through your artistry or through your career. You have more of an ownership of that. So that's what I am inviting you and into and welcoming you into in today's podcast around what are you ready to take responsibility for to allow for your ultimate thriving and giving yourself permission to say yes. I get to come first. I get to take full responsibility for my own wellness and that is what creates my ultimate wealth, my embodied wealth, the kind of wealth where my vitality and vibrancy and prosperity is something that I am owning every day and that creates this ripple effect into all of your beingness in relation to life itself. So thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope that some wisdoms were activated within you as you tuned in and excited to see you in the next episode. If you are a leader, a healer, a creative, a entrepreneur, a visionary who is desiring to dive deeper into the depths of your spiritual embodiment and conscious leadership through a social justice or anti-oppression lens and approach and expanding your conscious awakened regenerative wealth with ease and pleasure then I invite you to join us inside of Root and Rise, my three-month signature conscious leadership program. The waitlist is now open until May 24th, and the earliest bird is here for you to claim your space if you're feeling the call. You can learn more about this container or any of my current open offerings on my website, here we grow-jh.com on any of my socials or here in the show notes. If you'd like to explore the healing, expansion, and reclamation of Root and Rise or my private container, then I invite you to click the link below and drop into the alignment. The waitlist is also offering a special bonus of a two-day juicy virtual retreat for nourishing your nervous system in your liberated leadership. So if this calls to you, check it out. And I'm so excited to connect more with you. Thank you so much for sharing Sacred Space and joining me on this episode of Wild, Wealthy, and Liberated. 
if you resonate. I would love if you left a review. And if you are more curious about my work and would like to get to know me better, you can find the links to my website and my Instagram in the show notes below, as well as my free Facebook community if you'd like to join and be a part of that. Blessing your week and looking forward to having you back for the next episode.